What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words for Wade podcast, episode 9, Trey. 93. 93 to infinity. And uh, beyond? Yeah. And beyond. Yeah. <laughs> and beyond you can't say to infinity and not say beyond. I'm souls of mischief. That's why I said it with a question mark. Like, why didn't you say it? No, because it's souls of mischief, 93 to infinity. Y'all never heard the song? And beyond. Well, you never heard the song. No. You're, you're like two. I was two. I have. I have. <laughs> so I, I, okay. I got you now. That's what I was doing. You remember, they're from Oakland. That's me. You know, you know what I mean? That's, that's the segue I was going with. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> one, two, one, two. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wait for it. And the crowd goes out. Wade Blogs. Joining me, as always, uh, time of the year again, so it is Pumpkin Spice. Yes. Sorry, not sorry. Always. First lady. Always that. Unapologetically. Unapologetically. I forgot that one. Unapologetically. You know me like that. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And with crystal clear clarity. Hey. G is here, ladies and gentlemen. Say that three times. No. Right. I barely got out the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Still in parts unknown, though. Still in parts unknown. Zamunda, Wakanda. I don't know. Not but here. G's here. I'm just getting, look. I'm just I'm just trying to get mad stamps in my passport. Clearly, that's all I'm doing. Clearly, <laughs> uh, we're coming to you live from our, our podcasting home of Radio Ready Studios. Thanks to the good folks here at Radio Ready, we definitely appreciate y'all. No shameless plug. Don't you start. Cheer. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> Uh, and let's do what we always like to do around this time when we get into the show. Um, thanks for all the new listeners, um, all the old listeners, all the subscribers. We love all y'all. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to you. Shout out to all of y'all. Um, hope your holiday, if you believe in that type of thing, was good. If you don't believe into it, then hey, hope you had a good couple of days off. You know, happy genocide. Massacre. I don't know too many motherfuckers that don't believe in eating. Well... Whatever, some people man. look at it, you know, as myself is happy genocide day, happy massacre yeah, I mean, day. You, you, you when know, you think about that nature. what Thanksgiving is actually for, I can understand people, you know, don't celebrate it because, you know, it's the slaughter of the the Native Americans. Don't want to say Indians, Native Americans, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And then, you know, religious purposes as well. So, you know. People still don't eat. People still eat, you know. I've heard of the thing they yeah, call what Friendsgiving now? They have Friendsgiving. I've heard of this. For the exactly. smokers, there's Thanksgiving. There's Thanksgiving. Yep. I did not. I was not aware of Thanksgiving. Well, I'm not a smoker, so of course I wouldn't be aware. It's <laughs> just just saying, happy Thanksgiving out there. Okay, so hey, happy happy to y'all. So let's get into like what we like to do around this time. A, a thing we call the rundown. 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 <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be I'm one sorry, of those yeah, shows, I'm y'all. <laughs> First starting off, um, Virginia native, uh, uh, I guess I guess the flag carrier for the state right now, um, Push, was in Toronto. Pusha T, Pusha Terrence, Pusha Tun. Pusha <laughs> um, Terrence Thornton. I said it. Uh, I, 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 I want to be clear. Who I'm talking. You know about. what? He's asking for shit. <laughs> the whole government. That's right? all you. You right? right? <laughs> he gonna, he gonna he DM me a fam. He like a fam. Mm. <laughs> what up, push? Asking for it. I know, right? Yeah. 
Hashtag words anyway, of weight podcast. I know, right? The word the pins of weight. No, um, what up, Push? Um, Push was in in Toronto, and some crowd goers. That's the word I'm gonna use for right now. Mm. Um, decided that's what, that's what we leading with. That's what we leading with right now. Okay. They decided it would be um fun, I guess fun. I don't know to rush the stage. Well, first they threw beer at Push, right? And there's videos of this online. Make sure you go check it out. Then so a couple of people, I think it was like two people, maybe three. I think it was about three. Okay. Decided it would be fun to test um, push. Not even test push because they didn't get the push. Test the security. Well, his security passed that test. And um, whoever that was got some, some nice ECW style um, elbows <laughs> and beat stomps. Uh and they then, found out the soles of niggas' shoes was very sturdy. They found out Virginia niggas wear Tim's. That's what they found out. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then in the in the in a true, true Virginia nigga fashion, Pusha came back to the stage and said, "Y'all don't know where the fuck I'm from," and proceeded to go into his Drake diss, infrared. I want to say before they shut the show down. Before he decided to shut. I want to say it's been a few moments in in hip hop where I'm, I'm I share joy in saying I live in Virginia. It's been very few moments, uh, but this it's definitely one of the moments where I was like, "Yeah, fam, <laughs> you you see the um the geo tag of Virginia Beach, Virginia? I'm, I'm here. This is where I'm at." Uh, now a lot of people are saying, well, "What was Push doing in Toronto anyway when he got a beef with Drake?" And to that I say, Pac did Saturday Night Live the week after Hit Him Up Drop. Big, big went to Cali. It, it it's not a thing. Now, yeah, like you still got to service your market, right? Like just because Drake is from Toronto and he's beefing, he was, is, or oh, I don't even want to phrase it at this point. Because they had an altercation. Let's leave it there. Let's do that, yeah. Does not stop the fact that people in Toronto like to listen to push music. It does not change the fact that people bought tickets to come out to see him perform mm. because they like him. Because... doesn't really. change any of that. So, therefore, ergo, hence, Going to fucking Toronto. Because I'm not scared. I ain't got no issues. I ain't got no problem. Whatever happened, happened. And it gets dealt with accordingly. <laughs> Y'all fucking got dealt with. Exactly. Man. So I'm not I'm not mad at push. I'm I'm actually proud. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy. I'm from Virginia to celebrate in this victory for, for Terrence. Um, you, it, it reminds me of the Joe Button podcast when he was saying how Drake was doing these things, and that's a win for him. <laughs> like this is a big win for Push. I think this is a, a huge win for Push. And Push didn't do nothing but be Push. But the fact that it's been thrown out there that Aubrey paid some people to disrupt his show 
Now we can't say if this is true or not, but that is out there now. And in the internet, who who really cares about what's true or not anymore, right? Yeah. So very true. You know what I mean? So as far as we know, some OVO niggas threw beer and tried to rush the stage and got the ass beat. I've been to a couple shows. Y'all can call me frugal if y'all want to in the comments or whatever the fuck niggas want to say about me. I've been to a couple shows. Beer ain't cheap, yo. (laughs) I'm not talking mine for nothing. (laughs) But if I bought it, I'm gonna drink it. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't even understand the logic behind that. Like, yeah, nigga, I'm about to throw some beer. This nigga boo you. Like, I was. If it was me. I was still performing. Even when they rushed the stage, like, like I kept performing. Like, nigga, y'all paid me to be here, remember? <laughs> y'all paid y'all money to get in here. That's that's some female shit. Like, no, I, no disrespect to females, but that's how... Anytime I've seen a drink get thrown, it came from the hand of a female. I've never been in a club. I've never seen a quote-unquote reality show. Any of that. Where a guy threw a drink to initiate a physical confrontation. It was always a feminine thing. So, that's pussy. (laughs) Sorry. That's real delicate, Aubrey. Ari don't throw drinks. Yeah, Ari drink her drinks and punch niggas in the face. <laughs> Listen, because, you know, you have to get the, the best out of your money. So I just paid for that and um, I'm not going to waste no money. So let me drink this first. Exactly. <laughs> I feel I, super petty. I feel like A is going like, All right, hold on. She going to give you the one sec. She going to give you that finger that one second. Go ahead, drink her drink. Throw the empty cup at you and damn mush your ass. Yes. Nah, I got a feeling Ari would, would do like they do in the old movies when they break the beer bottle. Oh, shit. With the joint. Like, oh, nigga. I can't. Like, come on. Come on. After I drink that, yep. Yeah, after the drunk. After I drink oh, it. Oh, inciting a riot. <laughs> I can most definitely see Ari say, Come on! I can't. Y'all make me seem such like an asshole. I can't. It's just like the the old people that movie with the beer bottle. You want a piece of me? You should see how weak he is. I can't. It's hilarious. Wait, wait. Get the corner. I have a visual in my head of you doing that. It's hilarious. I can't. (laughs) So shout out to Push, Uh, Toronto. Y'all took a big L on this, and Aubrey. You took a big L on <laughs> Sorry, fam. I'm about to say, I can't... Did Toronto take an L? I think they took an L because they tried it. Toronto took an L? Well, they, they tried it. It just didn't work. Like, if if, if the same situation would have happened in L.A., somebody would have got touched. Somebody might have died that night. <laughs> the fact that they rushed the stage and got their ass beat, then escaped to the crowd. Let me say there's been no arrest made. But it just, they didn't accomplish their goal. And then throwing the beer was just really whack in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's like it was, a, it's like it was the L of Toronto. 
I don't know what y'all think, Uncut Nation. Leave some comments. What y'all think? Did Toronto take an L? And to our Toronto listeners, hey, we're not talking about y'all. Y'all are cool. The other Toronto listeners. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, can you really say Toronto took an L? I don't think Toronto took an L. I, I feel like a couple of niggas that's in Toronto took an L on camera from yeah. different angles. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing I don't. I don't. I didn't get either. Like y'all know, it's 2018, right? Everybody has a camera. You didn't think we would hear about this, right? And the thing that tripped me out <laughs> was like every other, either every other day or even throughout the day, different angles came out yeah. from different <laughs> niggas' photos. That's a fact. That's what made. But the whoever was right. Shout out to whoever was right there in the front row, right at the gate, that caught it, like in, like on some mosh pit status <laughs> when it went down. <laughs> it looked brutal, because before it just looked like, all right, they throwing beer and you know somebody got ran up on that. But the other angle from the nigga who had the mosh pit status that was standing right at the barrier that separates, you know that 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 walkway for the security to walk through from the stage. Right. Mm. Whoever that the cat who had that angle. Mwah, <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, because when that video yeah. first leaked, everybody thought that oh, man. it was pushed to guy, you know what I'm saying? But then That's what I thought too. Yeah, but then <clears> subsequent <throat> videos came out and then people from the who was at the show made a st- like made statements like, yeah, I was at the show, this is what happened, blah blah blah. And then, you know, Push came back out and was like, yeah, take this infrared real fast. I'm about to diss him again. And I'm about to diss you in your hood. Um, that, that, sir, is gangster. I love it. I love it. I mean, <laughs> shit. Big went to the West Coast and performed Who Shot You? Yeah, and like I said, mm. Pac did Saturday Night Live right after they hit him up drop. Like, yeah. like shit. That's some real shit, and I fuck with it. I fuck with it. I, I love real shit. I'm, I'm a deaf, yo. I'm a real shit aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> I love real shit. I, I do. can't. Continue it on here. Uh, one of our favorite favorite um, MCs, Talib Kweli, you know, Talib with lyrics stick to your rib. Um, was on um, Drink Champs. Shout out to Nori. Shout out to EFN. And um, we ooh. coming for y'all spot. Fuck y'all. That's a fact. Shout out to um Esco out there. I see you, Chichi. And my homegirl, Chichi Shield there. Uh, he he gave some interesting information or some interesting insights on um Kanye. You know him and Kanye, like you know, you know, close. And gave some insights on Kanye and how does Kanye feel about or really feel about Drake. Um. I think I have the audio. Do I have the audio? I have the audio. Let's see if we can play this audio. If my... Me and Kanye had a record. No, 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 five songs together. You know what I'm saying? I was in his house a year ago. You like those records? I didn't Which hear all records? Okay. I didn't hear all Tiana Taylor. Um, yeah. but, I like her album, though. But he says to me, in this, not in his house, but in the studio, how living in Calabasas while Drake was there was hard on him because he was felt the competitive energy and how when Drake moved away his he had this creative rush you know what I'm saying which to me 
I'm like, yo, how you let this next man affect your energy? Mm, wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, this is something I felt, but I didn't speak on mm. at the time. Mm. Now I see how the years played out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of what he's doing, Kanye wants to be number one. He wants to be talked about all the time. Uh -huh. And if somebody's talking, he spent all the last year talking about how dope Drake was in every interview. Uh -huh. Drake's the number one rapper. Drake's the number mm -hmm. one rapper. I feel like he's triggered by Drake. I feel like... So, that, that does lead some insight into Kanye's affiliation with Aubrey or his, his, I don't know what you would call it, on-again, off-again, frenemies type situation. Mm. I just don't understand, and, and being a creative, <clears throat> I just don't understand how you let someone else interfere with your creative process. Now, if you're, if you're, if you're stuck, you can't think, you can't think anything, that's fine, but if you readily admit, like, hey, I can't think of anything because this dude is next door to me. That's something wrong there. Yeah. I mean, G, you're the artist here, G. Is, is, am I all my off here? Is that something wrong there? No. I mean, I've seen it happen. I've, I've legit seen it happen. And um, when that happens, it's because you feel like my opinion. This is this is strictly my opinion. The words of Jesus, blah, 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 all of that. You feel you're inadequate. Mm. It's it's really just that simple, because we all know hip hop is a competitive sport. That's that's what it was ultimately built off of. We gonna compete. Right. I can have. Mutual, we can have mutual respect, but at the end of the day, when it comes to this music, I'm better than you. So, for him to say it was an issue for him living in that area, I can't fathom that. I promise you, like, my biggest competitors when it comes to music is my team shit when me and Benny been in the studio together nah nigga I, I, I'm about to kill you on this fucking record right when me and, when me and Mess was in the studio together, I'm about to murder you on this fucking record that's what it was we sitting in the same exact room you mean to tell me y'all sitting in two different addresses <laughs> He fucked up your energy, nah. Yeah, that, that any any artist in in creative space and creative mode, the energy that's getting put off, whether it's I'm better than you or we on the same page or whatever, it's all fueling the creative process. That's all it's doing. It's fueling that creative process. So Ultimately, to me, that goes deeper than music shit. That might go to, again, the words of G, uh, you know, the words of G at this point. That might go to the rumors that keep circulating that Drake fucked his wife. So now, oh, the nigga living in the same area with you. He making more music than you, making better hits than you, and it's the third. Notice the words that I used earlier. It's an inadequacy. 
you feel like you can't measure up. You know, I don't know if that's the case. You know what? That's a very. I didn't think about that because earlier this week, Azalea Banks had leaked some stuff and saying that her and Kanye were talking, and it's some stuff she can't say. Some stuff that Kim is doing to Kanye, and he's a cuckold. Is that what? That's how I pronounce. Ari, I hate to make you like the cuckold. Yeah, is that how I pronounce cuckold? Cuckold. He's a cuckold for um, Kim Kardashian. And That's interesting. Yeah. Now, considering <laughs> considering the source, considering the source, now Isaiah Banks, we've we've all documented that she's a little off, but she had did say that Kanye was a cuckold for Kim Kardashian. Uh. And for those, all right, can you give a definition of what a, a cuckold is? Because I'm I, I'm you know I don't know these things. I don't. You know what I mean? Boy, well, uh, sure. It's a husband of an adulterous wife. Um, so basically, it's like a husband who watches his wife has sex with somebody else. So if that's, if with a grain of salt, if what Isaiah Banks is true, that does lead to your theory there, G. So Kanye could be creatively blocked because he watched another man fuck his wife. Hmm. I'm just saying. Cause I, yeah. I ain't never, I ain't never had an issue writing in the studio with another nigga that I was supposed to be on the song with, or I'm supposed to, you know, be trying to do or. Comp- quote-unquote competing with. It, it's, it's funny because if you remember in Kwali's statement, he said this was like a year ago. At that time, we didn't know anything about the Kanye and Drake beef, so they at, we were quote-unquote friends at that time. Oh, so now, um, shit, into everything that happened with Push. Into that setup. Right. <laughs> niggas out here playing chess. Let me find out. I thought niggas was. I thought niggas was playing checkers. Let me find out niggas playing chess. <laughs> this is great. This is interesting. I want to see how this. I don't think anything's gonna happen more than what we know, but I do think just like the Zaya Banks, Banks thing. And once again, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. We all know Zaya Bash crazy, <clears throat> but things are starting to leak from that camp and that household that are making sense to me. You know what I mean? Like I've never, and even, even for me, I've never been in a situation where my friend at the time was next door, not even the same house, not even the same room next door. And like, cause he's there, I can't create. And when he leaves, I can create. Mm-hmm. Something's not right. Yeah. That cuckold thing sounds really accurate. It sounds too accurate. <laughs> conspiracy theory. Conspiracy. Way. I'm, you can hear a lot of conspiracy theory way today. Yeah. I'm here today. <laughs> oh boy, I'm here today. Well, let's continue on here. One thing really hip hop that happened this week. I'm so I'm kind of glad this did happen. Uh, the whole. Joining Lucas, Tory Lane situation. Now, I want to give a disclaimer here. Uh, 
I am a Tory, Tory Lanez fan. I've liked Tory for a while. Uh, I don't like Jordan Lucas. What? I've said that before. Oh, I've said it before. I've, no, I've said it before. His 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 song. You know the song I'm talking about. I can't think of it. The 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 racist the racist song. I'm a racist. Whatever the shit is. Yeah, that, see, that turned uh, me completely off from him. Now, grant, granted, he's a credible uh, MC. He can rap his ass off. I won't take that from him. But you I can't judge him on that one song. Uh, too late. Too late. Well, see, this is all right. So, Go if you're gonna do that, that's the same problem that I've had with anybody who ever judged Joe Budden's musical career because they always judge him. Oh, he only had one hit. Pump it up. I, that man put out so many fucking. Songs on different concepts, different levels of music. Same way Jonah is doing. I, I hear that. Because you may not have agreed with his point of view or his stance or his approach to that particular subject matter, do not exclude his musical catalog from you know being considered as far as what he's done. He, bruh, the last fucking out album he put out. Shit, I can't even think of the title because it's the suicide number. Um, but that fucking project, all the way through, all the way through, nigga, I ain't skip a song on that bitch any time that I've ever listened to. And I've said, I've said, I've just, I just said, Jordan, I know he can rap his ass off. I've heard him on other songs. He's a rapping motherfucker. He's a rapidy rap motherfucker. I hear that. He's a rapidy rap motherfucker. <laughs> I, I hear that. <laughs> However, I, I, that song disturbed me to that point where I just don't want to hear shit else from him. Like, I'm, I'm that bothered by that song. And just, just, it's so much. And we can have a whole show on just my opinion to that song. But I think it's been done to death. And he's going to have to wear that for probably the rest of his career. And I hear what you're saying about people hearing one song and judging a person. I completely hear that, and I understand that. But I'm giving him his credit. Like, hey, he's a rapping motherfucker. Bars. Just, I'm not a fan. Just not a fan. Okay. But with the Joint Lucas with and Tory the, thing. With that being said, mm-hmm. with that being said, as much as I fuck with Jordan Lucas because he raps his ass off. I feel like he did not showcase what he can truly do with this back and forth with Tory because it's not a beef. Let's get that clear. <laughs> it's not a beef. They've had their they conversations or IG live back and forth. Like Basically, they are sparring Musically, like, oh, you feel you better than me? I feel I'm better than you. Let's go back and forth, and then after that, we gonna make a record. It's not a beef. This is people who don't seem to understand this. Let's get this clear. This is what the fuck hip hop is. It is a competitive sport where everyone feels they are the best, and until you step in the ring with a motherfucker to prove you are the best, it's all hearsay. So two artists decided to go ahead and say, hey, let's go back and forth real quick. I respect your artistry. You respect mine. I just feel I'm better than you. Let's rock. 
Yeah, I'm not mad. To the point that even Joyner kept a buck with Tory. Because Tory felt some type of way when he was like, yo, you said such and such is better than you, such and such, but you ain't mentioned my name. And Joyner was like, because I don't, I don't, like, lyrically, I don't feel you're better than me. He was like, Kendrick, yeah, Cole, yeah, you know, I feel they are lyrically better than me. He was like, but lyrically, I don't feel you're better than me. He said, when it comes to, you know, the cadences, the... You know, the songwriting, the the rhymes, the, the hooks, the commercial songs and all of that. Yeah, I feel you're better than me. But lyrically, dog, I don't feel you're better than me. And that's, some, that's a real conversation that niggas have in the studio. That's a real that's a real barbershop conversation. Let's call it that. That's a barbershop conversation. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's start with how this whole thing started. Um, Tori... From what I've heard now, I, I didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. But from what I've heard, Tory had an IG live. He was just talking, you know, his album just dropped, just talking random shit. And a fan, just a, a regular nobody, was like, hey, what do you think about joining Lucas? And he was like, hey, I beat that nigga ass too. <laughs> just random. And I guess Joyner got a word of it. And they decided, hey, why don't we just pick a song? And you know, you pick a beat, I pick a beat, we go in on it, whoever had a better song, blah zay, blah zay, blah. And and which song came out first? I think Tori's song came out first. Tori's came out first, and then Jonah uh the Liddy freestyle came out after. Right. And then at that point, I think I had it I think I had Joyner up one. I think Joyner won the first round. Then that was around two. This way, the same. Honestly, I look at it the same way Tory looked at it. Like Tory's first offering wasn't a ditch track. He just rapped. Right. Jonah's first record was a diss. It was like he got personal. So then Tory's second record got personal. Right. Right. And that's where I think I want to say it escalated, but didn't you know what I'm saying get to beef it's just rapping yeah because i felt like they was kind of like throwing a little couple of low blows that niggas might like i right, hold on what you nigga trying to do for real right right <laughs> right we talk about him um, joining with somebody's dad and all that shit like yeah like shit shit got a little personal yeah but i mean at the end of the day if we don't spar everything's fair game right Drake, ain't no fucking rules to this shit <laughs> facts So I feel like at this point, now that we've heard round one, round two, I feel like it's tied. But Tory is going around saying, hey, I beat him. <laughs> it's over. And I take out any American rapper and you just start randomly throwing people's names off. <laughs> and just like, hey, first off, the fact they say American rapper sounds funny. I forget he's from Canada. So that sounds funny. Yeah, he is. He's from Canada. He's from Toronto. He's from the dot. Yeah, so I forget when he says he'll beat any American rapper. It sounds funny for him to say American rapper. Like, oh yeah, you're not from here. <laughs> yeah. And then he just threw out randomly, "Hey, I could beat Push T too. He don't want no smoke with me." <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> now, I get right, that you're is, from Toronto. You're supposed to play the soundbite <laughs> of Pusher on stage. You know where the fuck I'm from? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Tory, you're my guy. And I get you from Toronto and drink your man and all that good stuff. You're going to stick up for your man. But you don't want that smoke. <laughs> you don't want those problems. 
Kush gonna dig something about you. <laughs> how you, how your kids up here looking crazy? So just just chill out. Okay. Every MC wants to think they're the best. It's nothing wrong with that. That's what MCs do. It's a competitive sport. But just you stop short of calling niggas out just to call niggas out. Don't get drunk off your little win because it really. Yeah, I'm about to say, please don't do that. It really wasn't. You know, it's still it's still one one to me. It's not over. I agree with that. Thank you. That 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 is an honest scorecard. Because I feel the same way. A lot of people is like, no, Tory killed him the whole time. He can do it. He did the rap flow to just show him he could do it. And then, then it was like, I right, no. Uh, Jonah got more personal. He was jabbing a nigga. He called him his son. I'm like, yo, they got four tracks out. Two of them hit. And when I say two, I mean one and one. Right. Hey. So we one and one. I'm I'm good with that scorecard. I need I need I need for this actual song to come out. Yeah, that that was something that they said. I guess after I guess they called it. I guess in their ass is over. And they're saying they should they should now be a Tory Lanez and Jordan Lucas song together. Mm. I don't really know. I feel like it's not over though. Like it's not. Like okay, that's fine. If you want to, you know, it's not, we're not beef. It's not real beef. I'm not gonna pull out guns when I see you. That's cool. But it's one one to me. I think there's a lot of people that'll say it's one one. So it's not over. Keep, finish it up, then make a song <clears> together. <throat> I'm cool with that. But don't just say, oh yeah, we good now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, it just feels un like unfinished. You could ah, you, now this is just showing my age. I know they don't do this. For, they didn't do this for you, Ari. But when I was in school, like like elementary school and shit, you would get an ass sometimes if your grades weren't finished. That fuck? An ass for incomplete. Oh, incomplete. Yeah, incomplete. That's what I feel like. This is it's just an ah. <laughs> it's it's not over yet. They're saying it's over and it's not over. So we'll see what happens, but I really don't feel like it's over. Now, the big story this that happened this week, our lead story, I guess you can say. And this is this is, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a while on this one. <laughs> Takashi Six Nine. So much has happened with Takashi Six Nine this week. I want to go through it thoroughly. And I, I don't want to omit anything. So, Uncle Nation, if I omit something, please inbox me, um, DM me something. Let me know because a lot is happening. I feel like this is important. This is more important than we know. And starting from the beginning, Takashi was arrested. I want to say last week. Uh, let me go back here in my notes because I actually have notes for this. He was arrested. I want. What date is this? Uh, Let's just say he was arrested last week for racketeering RICO charge, racketeering RICO charge. And for those who don't know what the RICO is, it's basically saying that because essentially if your homeboys are criminals, you can get caught up in the criminal activity they do too because you're around. That's the mafia shit. Yeah, it's 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 really for it was for the mafia. It was invented for the mafia. And it's it's still something the feds use these days. Um that's just the layman's terms for it. 
he was indicted on the RICO charge. Um, he had, I believe it was, what, 17 in, in charges? Uh, he was facing 25 years. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 17 count indictment. He's facing up to life imprisonment with a minimum, understand, a minimum of 25 years. That's serious. But here's my question about that. He was arrested. Now, you know, I've watched enough Law and Order. I've watched <laughs> Hold enough. Hold on, which unit? Which unit? All, which of unit? Them, all of them. I watch them all. I don't even care. I just like to see crime. That didn't sound right. But. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. But okay, blood of death. But I watched that. I watched Investigation Discovery. You know, uh, Discovery ID for y'all. Uh, I watch all these criminal things. And usually when someone is famous and they get arrested, they make them do the perp walk. Right? It didn't happen, right? Right. We didn't see any perp walk. And for those who don't know, the perp walk is when the police like walk you outside in front of the, the cameras and the news and they take a bunch of pictures of you. There's no footage of Takashi being arrested. Just no footage. Nowhere. No pictures. This, this is the weirdest thing that I have ever heard. Mm, is it, though? Because every social media outlet that I've heard talk about it. That's my next point. We don't hit Takashi. Go ahead, go ahead. That the initial reason that the feds got their hands on him was because he they they informed him it was a a threat on his life and convinced him to come into custody. A threat. Every his- social media outlet that I have heard report the story stands true to that fact. But after they had their hands on him and he tried to leave, is basically when they hit him with the Rico. Mm. Now, basically, I, like, I well, you stepped in and you know. By the way, hold these shorts. <laughs> yeah, hold, this, <laughs> hold that. <laughs> hold these seventeen counts. Uh. Because the initial the initial report that I was privy to with it was basically saying. The feds had certain individuals tapped. Mm. They heard that after Takashi, you know, fired everybody, it was a threat on his life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because of that, they used that information to get him into custody to protect his life. Now, after that, nobody wants to say how to, how the tables turn, but it was basically like, all right, he got racketeering charges. He, he bet his whole bank account, wanted to surrender his passport, and they was like, nah. <laughs> the judge was like, nah. No bail. You still here. My thing is that, like you said earlier, social media sites, sites like, um, Uncut, uncutmagazine.net and other sites have shameless. Been, that's the shameless plug. There you go. Plug. 
That's the shameless look. <laughs> Don't play me. And other and other sites have been covering this, but Takashi, for all intents and purposes, is one of the hottest rappers in New York. Why is no news sites like, you know what I mean, like? It's not on MTV News. It's not on BET News. Like, the only place you're getting your information from about this is social media. Exactly. Aha. Aha. But let's, let's continue now. Let's, let's continue now. Now, when Takashi was arrested, apparently, the oh. FBI, and I've never heard this before a day in my life, and hey, I don't know anything. I'm new. The FBI sent the letter to Ebro, a program director at Hot 97 in New York, explaining Never. explaining to him Never. why they arrested Takashi. Never. I've never heard of that in my Never. life. Matter of fact, Never. I have that audio. <laughs> let me let me let's get that. I want I want that cuz that's that's something Our investigators were relentless in solving the murder of Chinks, but on the flip side, that same effort was applied to stopping the violence Takashi was involved in. We actually tried to warn him, but he refused to listen. It's an interesting line they put there. His crew should have shielded him from being involved in any crime because he was their chance to get out. Another very interesting line. Takashi's arrest hurts the whole crew when you get involved in shootings in nyc it's asking for an express ticket to prison we respect your show and you guys have an open invite if you want to come to headquarters and get more information about the case happy thanksgiving to you and all the hot 97 family we went down to one police okay i've never in the history what what um in the history of niggadom I, I've never heard a police releasing a press release, essentially, saying why we arrested this guy. And like Ero said, we warned him. The feds come to you and say, "Hey, fam, your crew plotting on you. Just want to let you know." I've never okay. heard that. Okay. I've also never heard of the feds saying that. Hey. He was his crew's meal ticket to getting out. You know what I'm saying? Why, why do the fans care? Thank you. Thank Boy. you. Never heard. Never. Hmm. It, it, it's very, very interesting. But let's continue on with the evidence we have here. Because I'm, I'm painting a picture here and I want y'all to understand what I'm doing. Okay, so that happens, right? Right. So then I'm going going through the timeline here. Well, my personal timeline, this Takashi nonsense. Uh, Takashi releases a statement, or his lawyer releases a statement, says, "Hey, his gangster image was only to promote his music. He's really a nice guy." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not mad at that though, because that's, that's what they do. That's what they do. When you get arrested, you always do something like that. Like, you get arrested for weed, instead of saying, well, I won't sell. That's for my own personal use. It's the same thing. When 50 got a, uh, the bankruptcy charges, oh, no, I'm broke. It's just, it's just flashing for money. So I'm not mad at that. I expected that. Social media is going out of hand with it, but I expected that. Um, 
But here's where it got interesting in the timeline of this. He was transferred to a witness protection federal facility. I want to say that again because I know I have a lisp and I know I talk fast. Let me say that slow. (laughs) Don't come for yourself. Takashi 69 was transferred to a facility where they house witnesses in protection. Mm. Let me just... Sources say that he was transferred Wednesday night in the middle of the night. And he specifically asked to be in a unit that was away <clears throat> from the Bloods and Crips. Mm-hmm. So, Takashi, being a big blood that he is, you would think it wouldn't be an issue. So I want y'all to understand this. This guy who's screaming blood in all his videos and all his songs is saying he wants to be transferred to what he's transferred to a facility. And he specifically requests not to be around any blood or crips. And the facility he's being transferred to is known for housing informants. They're saying it in a cleaner way. But it's it's known for rats. Let's call it what it is. It's specifically it's known for rats. So do you believe that's actually what happened, or you believe that's we like they doing clickbait or trying to push the narrative? And this is where conspiracy theory away come from. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. This might be older than some of you, but there is a movie I want y'all to go back and look at. It's a movie called No, it's a movie with Omar Epps and um James Todd Smith, otherwise known as the Great LA Cool J. <laughs> Why you do him like that though? I had, I had to do the whole thing. Uh, you couldn't get a nigga just an LL. Nah, nah, just nah, an LL. Nah, 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 I get the whole thing. He get the whole you know, he get the respect of the whole name. James not even just James oh. Smith, James Todd Smith. That's why <laughs> You fucking terrible, yo. So in this movie Omar Epps plays an undercover officer who is sent to infiltrate LL Cool J's um, drug empire. And he gets so wrapped up in the character that he's playing. The police, his FBI um, bosses have to come in and arrest him to, to drag him out of the life. Because he, he forgot who he was. He was so wrapped up in the performance that he had to go in, arrest him, drag him out, and assign him somewhere else. It sounds very familiar to me. (laughs) I'm just thinking, when I go back and watch that movie, because I watched it over the weekend just to refresh myself. When I go back to watch that movie, I remember when they arrested um, Omar, who in the movie his name was Jay Reed. When they arrested Jay Reed, they did it in the middle of the night. No cameras, no footage, no nothing. Just all of a sudden, you heard Jay Reed got arrested. 
all of a sudden, huh? Sounds real familiar. Let's continue going before I finish with this here, because I, I have some alleging to do. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, alleging to do. So then, let's continue on, Takashi. After his transfer, um, there's there's uh, his label says, well, hey, he's in jail. We're not going to release his album, because remember, his album's supposed to come out Friday to just pass. We're not going to release his album. He's in jail, which I thought was a foolish move, because I thought... Why not release his album? <laughs> like he's in jail now. He's probably the hottest he's ever going to be. Why not release his album? And we recoup off of what we can can. Right? That, I would think that the label spent money on him. Release his album. Get your money back. That's just me, but I'm thinking. Label head Wade over here. But no, I think, said, I think that's what tripped me out the most about it when. Everybody, when it got announced, well, his album is not coming out until further notice. And then even Nicki Minaj, you know, co-signed the fact that it's not coming out right now due to, you know, different circumstances. But then the project, quote unquote, leaked. Right. And it leaked on Takashi's website. So did it like, leak? <laughs> why is this not <laughs> expected? <laughs> like, why is this so surprising? As I as, as I've already like way me and you had a, uh, a a slight conversation about this all of it right my opinion at this point is this is going to be Takashi's biggest album right he's going to get out of jail prematurely some way shape or fashion he's going to scoop up a couple of awards or plaques or whatever. And then he's gonna come, he's actually gonna fucking chill out for a little bit. See, and this is where I disagree. Because going back to the Jay Reed theory, I think Takashi is an informant. And I wanna say clearly, the opinions of Wade Laws are the opinions of Wade Laws and, and no one else is, is all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But if it looks like a duck hmm. and quacks like a duck then it's a duck all his all his actions all the information we're receiving it looks like he was a police plant like the police put him here the fbi whoever authorities put him here to either get his crew or maybe someone bigger in hip-hop and he got caught up he got in too deep he got wrapped up in the character he was playing. My, my thing with the whole situation is, like I said, I, I wasn't, I'm not present. I don't know, 100% know. But I understand the, the conspiracy theories that you have, Wade. My whole thing is, I didn't think any of them niggas was moving how it was, like, to the point that it would have been they would have had the the FBI would have had to plant somebody to try to get me. I feel that. Like I don't I don't think it was to that point. I think it was legit just some young cats that was, you know, kind of moving. Couple of more experienced individuals 
that they linked up with. And then once everybody got together, they saw the fact that, oh, we can do this, we can do that. And they might have dibbled and dabbled. And even with that being said, how much was he really in it? But here's my thing with that as well. I know we have the precedent of the um, Bobby Smurda situation, but how many times... That was different. Smurda's different. But that's my thing. How many times do we see the feds come down to arrest four people? But see, the Smurda thing, this is what people fail to realize, and you're not the first person that that made that comparison. Everything that Bobby Smurda got hit with happened before his music career. Mm-hmm. That was that was some legit moving shit. That all of that happened before anybody knew who the fuck Bobby Smurda was or who his team was outside of some music shit. All of that came pro- those was all of those charges was before that. Everything Takashi got hit with has been within the last year. Mm-hmm. That's different. That Rico law. So, so, I mean, shit, that might, that honestly, well, I can't say it play into either one of our narratives. Because if, if it was some planet shit, then you don't think they would have had charges from when he first got with them? But when he first started coming out? But here's the thing, going back to my into deep narrative, if you remember the movie, Jay Reed did some things too while he was undercover. Yeah. You know, you got you gotta show that you're a part of them so they can fully trust you. Yeah, because the way he was shooting at the wall. <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? So And then it goes back. Oh no. But here's one thing though that can't be dismissed. The video that academics or whoever posted of Takashi um putting the, the hit Yeah, putting the hit out on Chief Keep Cousin. Like that that can't be deleted or erased. That's been out there. All right, so I didn't I didn't get a chance to hear this. I didn't get a chance to hear this. My question off that is who did the recording come from? Um, from what I hear, and this is unsubstantiated, of course, I hear it was academics. Wow. <laughs> I know he posted it, but oh, wow. <laughs> Man. Shout out to my son, yo. Right. But hold on, before we get into mice, I do want to say everyone's also talking about the whole Fat Joe situation, you know, because Joe tried to warn. Takashi, I guess you can say that. Um, and I actually, he, he, he I did. mean, he did, he did try to warn him, but considering hindsight being twenty twenty, you know what I mean? It's all it goes I mean, back. To, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it goes back to the I, statement that everyone always says how the OGs don't take care, take care of the young cats. That's why the young cats are also fucked up. But see, the, it's also, it's it's two sides to that coin. It's a flip side to that coin. Like when, the, case in point, what we're talking about, when the OGs try to take care of the young cats, mm-hmm. the young cats don't want to hear that shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I- <clears throat> so it, it's, a two, it's, a, it's, it's a two-way street. Like it's 50-50 all the way. 
Yeah, and I have that audio. I'm gonna play that audio really quick here. Um, this this is from Fat Joe's Cocovision podcast on Title, where he sits down with Takashi and tries to tries to hip him, try to school him, give him some game. I gotta tell you, right, because you see what happened to Bobby Schmurda, right? And Bobby Schmurda got Fat Joe'd. These people, these police, they try to set me up so many times, my nigga. They didn't like who I was, who I stood for. I wasn't this much of a nice guy of conscience when I first was out here acting crazy. They wanted to get me like him, but they got him. One million percent, they are plotting on you, my nigga. You got a lot of energy around you. So the question is, do you want to be successful? Do you want to be the king? Do you want to be rich? Do you want to take care of your family? What do you want to do? Because I got to tell you, as an OG, as a nigga who be around, I be lying to myself if I ain't tell you, yo, B, one move, they're going to try to throw you in there. Big time. I got to tell you, right, because... I'm telling you, it's a perfect example of the OG saying everything you're supposed to say. And the kid's just not listening. It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's a textbook example. He sat there and said, as your OG, I'll be wrong with telling if I didn't tell you. He literally did that. And it still played out the way it was supposed to play out. So we can get rid of that excuse that the OGs are not reaching back to the kids because it's on video. Um, yeah, I don't think it's ever, well, I ain't going to say ever, but I don't think it's been to the to the level that they always try to push push it to saying that, you know, the OGs or the gatekeepers aren't giving back or so and so. Um I think they do when they feel it's necessary or that the person that they're reaching out to is actually going to listen or to benefit from what they're saying. The problem is a lot of people think they know everything nowadays. Can't nobody tell nobody nothing. People are too afraid to be humble and, you know, take, take in some information from a different perspective. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Even if you don't agree with the perspective, sometimes shut the fuck up and listen. Facts. If you don't agree with the perspective, then you don't agree with it. Don't follow the advice. It's that simple. You don't always have to do some bad as with a lot of shit. But time will tell. Exactly. At some point, he'll get out of jail. Now here's, everything here's one thing though I do disagree with you G I don't think okay. Takashi can come back from this I think the, the rapper we do at Takashi 69 is finished because just just the statement of him being transferred to basically a witness protection facility that's known for housing people that cooperate with the feds in hip hop that's a thing you can't be a known snitch that's a at that point, I will agree with you on everything that happened to him up until yeah. that headline came out. 
he was all right. He could have came back from it. But that right there puts too much doubt in a lot of people's mind. But just to play devil's advocate. So I remember when T.I. got locked up for mm. all of the guns and shit. Mm. It, and the turnaround that he came out, like once Bond was posted, he was under all of that. It was always whispers and rumors. There's no way if you was a felon, you got caught with those type of guns that you would have got out that fast unless you told something. Mm, but here's the thing. That's all. That's that's rumors that's and innuendo. It's always, yeah. it's always been hearsay. With, with Takashi, it's not hearsay. We can say it's hearsay. We don't know if he's snitching. But if you're transferred to a facility for snitches, ipso facto, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're in a house for hoes, then ding, ding. You know what I'm saying? I, I think there's no way around this. If you want to say it was for his protection, I could take that. I could I could believe that. But then why put him in a facility for snitches? Why don't put him in the, in isolation or the box? You know what I mean? Like it's that there is very damning in hip hop. But going back to my Jay Reed theory, is it? <laughs> is it? Is this all just a plan to get Officer Hernandez? Detective Hernandez out. Daniel Hernandez sounds real common. It's a real common name. It's Takashi's real name. It's a real common name. It's like that's like being named Joe Smith. Daniel Hernandez is really common. Real easy to slide through the cracks there. Yo, you really reach it. Yeah. I'm telling you. I think I think <laughs> you really reach it. I think it's a setup. I think Takashi's Jay Reed. I'm just saying. Time will tell. If, if a, a kid walking around with a six nine tattoo on his forehead can't go to too many places, I mean, of course that can get lasered off or whatever. But come on, time will tell, fam. Bro, like if if, if he was Jay Reed, that's a hell of a deep cover. I'm telling you. That like he committed to the role, and then they had to pull him out. He got too committed to the role, just like Jay Reed, bro. And they had to pull so him you, out. It ain't no way. <laughs> it ain't no you. way that says any police uh, establishment is just gonna let the nigga tattoo his face up like that. <laughs> he now, had to if blend he's in. a confidential informant, that's something different. He had to but he's in. not gonna be an actual officer. I'm telling you, because you remember in the movie Jay Reed, he got high and every, he went to his, his superiors and he was he was on coke. He was high. And that's why yeah, we gotta pull you out. We gotta pull you out. I'm telling you, he got I don't think it's that deep. He got too rich, he got too comfortable with the Takashi lifestyle. And his <laughs> FBI paymasters was like, nah, get Officer Hernandez out of there. He got to get out. Mm. Agent Hernandez, you've been relieved of duty. I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. It just looks funny to me. From the outside looking in, it looks funny. I've never Bruh, seen. I'm, in a situation, I'm not going to disagree with that. The whole situation looks funny to me. I've never seen a situation where the FBI 
sends a letter to a radio station explaining exactly. why they arrested then we somebody. Tell you, uh, you know, this is for your protection. We we just want to protect you. We think you need to be off the streets. I've never seen a situation where a celebrity gets arrested and he's not done the perp walk. There's no pictures. There's no footage. Anything of him being arrested. Exactly. I've never Again, seen that. You gotta you. They convinced you to turn yourself in for your own protection. But then, after that, it was just like, oh, why are you here? We're also arresting you. Exactly. <laughs> like, none of this shit makes any fucking sense. And but, I, Godspeed, young man, Godspeed. And I've never seen someone as, as big as Takashi, the, the quote-unquote um, uncrowned king of New York, be arrested and there's no coverage of it. The only coverage you have is social media. I know we're in 2018 and social media is everything, but come on, TMZ is not everything. First of all, don't ever say King of New York and that man's name in the same sentence. I'm ever just saying, again. He, that's what he called himself. That's what he called himself. <laughs> he I mean, Sean Carter and Nasir Jones might have something to say about that, but I'm just <laughs> the boy calls himself. Okay, that's what he calls himself. Yeah. I'm asking you to refrain from doing such. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, conspiracy theory Wade here. I'm just saying, something's not right. Get in the combat. Exactly. Exactly. Yo, that that nigga's on some shit too. <laughs> we can get into that another time. We'll, we'll, get, into that that. Yeah. we'll get into that a little later. Let's, let's, Man. We'll just say. I'm not going to say anything beyond I'm going to be watching this real closely. I'm going to be watching this situation unfold real closely because I, I I really think, honest and truly, that it's not what we believe it is. I really think that. Oh, I believe I believe there's some smoke and mirrors going on. Without question. I believe there's some smoke and mirrors going on. So let's continue on with the rundown here. We're getting ready to get out of here. Uh, I want to mention... State property chain game. It was recently announced. State property has has reformed like Voltron, um, Seagull Freeway, Young Guns. Manuso Skino. I was about to say, Noel Skino, but they're going on tour, um, which is dope. I like to see that. Uh, I like. I would love to see um, some some Rockefeller people join and if y'all follow what I'm saying y'all know what I'm saying but I know it's gonna happen that's not gonna happen they're not, they're not gonna do like you know um, even though what we do is wrong that's not gonna be performed <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I would love to it see can. that yeah. it can it, it can I mean they, they can cut a verse they can cut a verse off they can do rock the mic of course uh, of course they can do a couple joints yeah but I mean, nice little tool, nice little reunion tool. I, I like to see how rap takes care of its. You know what I mean? Like they, they yeah, like they, they, they can eat off of this. Freeway and Freeway's been eating good. That's be Freeway's been good. Seagull's been I good hope, going through I hope things. Hip hop takes care of its veterans better than the U.S. does. That's a fact. Mm, that's deep. Yeah, that's a fact. I need an applause button for that one. Uh, we we shall see. Um, 
I'm interested to see how that goes. I definitely you know, want to see. You know what's going to be dope? What's that? Well, rather, what would be dope? Because the diplomats just reunited, too. Mm, state prop dip set. You know Ooh. what's funny about the diplomats reuniting, though? What's that? After they put out, because... And I'm getting a little ahead of myself as far as with streaming, but the Diplomats got a project out called Diplomatic Pool. Anybody who's a genuine Diplomatic fan knows that J.R. Ryder, Hell Rail, 40 Cal, rock with them. They have their own project out called the up age mm. so conspiracy conspiracy <laughs> gee <laughs> I can't say it right now I'm a little too mm. tired conspiracy and I, had, theory uh, I don't G. know a couple Lord. more anyway let me find out it's, it's a prelude to Mm. Let's get that old Hot 97 when the rock was up there versus the lot. Mm. Let me get back to that. I'm with it. I'm with it. You know what I would like to see? I like to see all the the old you, the old groups joining the game. Just one track. Give me give me a um a, a track 20 minutes long like Self Destruction was or all in the same game. Give me give me Give me the locks. Give me Dipset. Give me G Unit. And who else? Who else we talking about? I don't know. Locks, Dipset, G Unit on one track. I'm good. Nigga, you can you can give me give me the the first Rough Rider CD setup. Hmm. The first four songs were all banging in the club, were all singles, and all of them had a video. Like, that was a different era. (laughs) It was a different era. Yeah, you're right about that. Bruh, like, if you go back and listen to that and just let them first four songs play... It's just like, damn, all of these was on the radio. All of them had a video. Any party that you went to, the DJ spent them. And they usually spent them back to back. That's what made it funny. The Rough Rider set. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. Swiss knew what the fuck he was doing. Swiss is, <laughs> Swiss is a monster. Swiss is a monster. Yo. Shout out to Swiss. Swiss, if you're listening to this, can we get the fucking record that you dropped on Blaze with X and fucking Nas and, and J and like, can we get that fucking record, nigga? Facts. It, it's, God it's damn, do it for the culture, bro. It's called Just Because now. He, he said he changed the name to Just Because. During the interview, he said the, record, the name of the record is called Just Because. We need Just Because. That's, I'm fine with that. Just Because. Niggas can rap and a beat was present just because. 
We was in the studio together just because we nice as fuck. Just because people want to hear it. Just because fucking release the track. Facts. I'm with it. I'm waiting. Swiss about to goddamn make me at him and everything that I say. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Add him to death. He about to piss me off. I need that, yeah. Now, something else that happened this week in hip-hop, uh, a beautiful moment in hip-hop, was the 25th anniversary of Snoop's um, debut CD, Doggy Style. Uh, a similar moment in hip-hop for a lot of people. Uh, I remember when I first heard it. I didn't hear it when it first came out. I think my cousin had it or something. I don't remember. I remember going to his house and he played it and I was like, why does this sound so clear? It sounded different. As opposed to earlier this this, this month, we talked about when the Wu-Tang came out, um, it sounded Whoa. grimy and, and gritty and, and it gave you the feel of, of hoodies and Tims. This shit sounded so clear and theatrical. It sounded like my life. Like, I felt like I was walking next door and it was going to be the, the gin and juice party with Bow Wow jumping on the couch. Like, <laughs> that feeling of that CD and, and from top to bottom, that's one of those CDs I feel like I can listen to from front to back without skips. You skip shit because you're just used to hearing Like, you might skip gin and juice because you're, you're sick of hearing it because you've heard it so many times. You might skip What's My Name because you've heard it so many times. But it's still, those are all still good songs. So, and then for Snoop this week to get his star on the Walk of Fame, we talked about it earlier, um, two episodes ago, I believe. It just it just summed up an excellent week from Snoop and see how far he's came. He came from the murder was the case to arguably the most popular rapper of all time. I think it's a legitimate statement. I think Snoop is probably the most popular rapper of all time. So as up. much as much as I want to disagree with that statement, you might be right. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying he's the best, you know, but he might. And, be. and that's and that's why that's why I can't contest it because you're not saying he's the best rapper of all time. You're saying he's the most popular. Like, Jason, he has a fucking cooking show with Martha Stewart. Facts. <clears throat> Like, I don't think any rapper could do what Snoop does. And Snoop, and the thing is, Snoop done it, did it while being Snoop. He hasn't changed from who he is. A lot of rappers get to this plateau where Snoop is, and they become something else. Like even, even Jay. Look at Jay, and you can. It's a great elevation, but Jay is not. Reason without Jay is no longer here. This is not Jigger. This is Hova. Snoop is still Gin and Juice Snoop. He's just a little older. He's just older. So, yeah, I mean, Snoop is still Snoop. Like you said, he, he sat right in front of the White House and smoked. So, he's still... I think what I love about Snoop, and this is just my bias, the California in me, he's, st he's still Long Beach. He's still Snoop. Still Gin and Juice Snoop. He's just older. Yeah. So, I can agree with that. Yeah, so I, I salute Snoop in, in being Snoop. Because, like I said, a lot of people get to the point that he's at and they become something else. So I salute him for just being him. Yeah, because he's had to hang out a lot. He he did the reality show. Um, 
again, you know, the, the cooking show with Martha Stewart just offered the tours. He, he's went, he's experimented with his music. So, and but look, he also has the stage play right now. Oh shit! I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, what is it? A dog's life or something like that? All dogs go to heaven. Something, something crazy. He has a stage play, basically telling his life. It's pretty dope. Uh, I don't know. I I, I kind of got lost in the moment when he was signed to No Limit. <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of. I kind of zoned out. It was a gap between <laughs> that boy. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the stage play. I'm, I'm not going to see it, but hey, salute to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say I'm not interested in seeing Snoop act. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. I seen um one of his masterpiece movies, like you said, and um that was all the acting I needed. He was he, yeah. he was he was good enough in Baby Boy for me. I'm good. I don't need I was no more. Say, I, I I saw him on screen twice. He did the wash. He did baby boy. I don't need to see him again. He was in Soul Plane too. He wasn't Soul Plane too. You're right. I forgot about that. But let, we try to forget about Soul Plane. No. The fuck? Soul <laughs> Plane you know, was the shit. You know what the fuck that part is? What's that? It's so funny because Soul Plane started a lot of niggas' careers. And it it's not as bad as everybody always says. I love the movie, so. I, I think know. I think Soul Plane kind of aged you well. I think because you look it back is. at it and you're like, oh, wow, he was in this movie. He was in this movie. He was in this movie. She well, was in this movie. A, a lot of a, comedians uh, were in uh, the movie, too. Uh, urban classic or cult classic? I think, I think we, it's a hood classic. Can we, can we give it that title now? I definitely think so. BET plays it enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's what solidifies uh, it. That stamped it right there. It's a BET hood classic. It's a BET. When that's in rotation with Baby Boy... It's, it's, it's there. That's fact. That's fact. Or, or like when the NBA plays above the rim every start of the season, like the first week of the NBA season, they play like above the rim like every night. Like I don't know mm-hmm. why. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that was a great movie though. That was a great movie. Above the rim. Any any movie with pocket in, I'm all for it. Y'all know that. Hey, look, look, look. As much as I'm a Pac fan, I'm gonna have to disagree with that. Oh, oh what what movie? What movie with Pac was not excellent in it? Gridlock. Gridlock was an excellent film. He was acting. <laughs> he was acting. <laughs> the no, character you he played. The <laughs> he was acting. Um, right. The character he so, played, Spoon, was wonderful. So what was he doing in Juice? Juice was pop. Everybody knows that. Juice was pop. So what Pac. was he doing in Poetic Justice? That was pop as well. But he was acting. No, no, no. That was Pac. In Gridlock, Spoon, his character Spoon, that was a, that was a whole other character. That he was acting. That's talent. Even when he was in a different world, he was Piccolo. That's 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 Pac. That was Pac. No, I'm about to say we we ain't even gonna talk about the TV shows because they, even if you want to throw different world in the mix. That was still better than Gridlock. Nah, man. No, what was bad? I will admit. No, Gridlock was the movie with Jane Belushi. I'm thinking of um, Gridlock was a cop, right? Yeah. Yeah, Gridlock was he was he was acting. That was acting. He was a classically trained actor. And I'm, that shit sucked. No, he was great, great film. The movie that sucked, no, I will say, it did not come along. It did not come across as believable. I'm sorry. The, well, he's 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 trying to be a cop. I mean, shit. 
the movie that did suck was his last movie with Bullet. Bullet was terrible with Mickey Rourke. He was playing a drug dealer. He was playing Slick Rick, basically. It was really odd. If you ever go see the guy, can't see that. Go see Bullet with Pocket and Mickey Rourke. Um, that was I didn't even movie. think niggas even knew about that movie. I wasn't going to bring that stuff. <laughs> Nigga, I've seen everything. Man, I've seen movies where they mention Tupac's name. Shit, I'm there. <laughs> I damn it. <laughs> really about this shit. Anyway, yeah, no. That one it. That one it. He's a classically trained actor. But anyway, no. uh, let's get on. Uh, we about to get out of here. Uh, G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Man. All right. So, Black Thought. Strange of Thought 2. We already talked about it. About how it leaked and it seems so convenient. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and try to listen to Six Nine Dummy Boy joint. I've never listened to a Six Nine project at all. I don't think I've ever listened to a full Six Nine song. Same here. But I'm gonna go ahead and try to let it rot. Again, this goes back to my whole theory. Oh, he got picked up. CD came out. Mm-hmm. What well, CD was supposed to come out? They told it that it wasn't gonna come out. It got leaked. Gonna be the highest selling album that he's ever had. Get his plaques and everything. Anyway, continuing on. Mm-hmm. Uh, PMB Rock, The Throwaways, Dipset, Diplomatic Ties, JR Reader, excuse me, JR Writer, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hell Rail 40 Cal, Upstage, Mac and C Murder, mm-hmm. Wrongfully Convicted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Brucey Badass got two projects I'm going to fuck with. Um, Brucey Blues Cafe and the my favorite mixtape, too. Bone got a project out basically with every hip-hop artist does at some point. The Lost Styles joint. Okay. Uh, Rita Ora. I've never listened to really any of her music. So this is going to be new for me. Rita Ora sounds pretty good. She used to want to use the mess with ASAP Rocky or something. I don't remember. I think that was rumored, but yeah. But she got a project out called Phoenix. I got the um, the deluxe version. I'm going to just go ahead and let that rock. If it's hot, go ahead and send that to me. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Phoenix's. Got you. I got you. Um, and there's one and I'm I'm probably gonna butcher her name. Don Monique. I think it's how it's pronounced. Don Monique Black Kate Moss. Hmm. Okay. That's that's interesting. Yeah. I, I I thought so too. That's why I gave it a shot. That's why I'm that's why I'm gonna give it a shot this week. Okay. Because right. it, it it was interesting. Definitely. The title was interesting. Definitely. That's so, okay. But my favorite segment that we about to get into. <laughs> are we about to make niggas dance? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Why are you about to make niggas dance this week? 
Come on, come on, hey, I found it. All right, so y'all know I feature, you know, try, try to find somebody new with somebody that y'all haven't heard of, but, drum roll, um, I featured Miss Siegel before, and Tiffany Goucher before, separately, but now they have a song together, and I think it's, it's kind of dope to feature them, because they getting really hot, like, y'all gotta pay attention to that. Anyway, um, this song is called Queen Tings. Queen Ting. Yes. Um it is it came out in September, so not that old. Okay, so this is hold on, say her say the name again. Masigo. Masigo and, and Tiffany, Tiffany Boucher. Boucher with Queen Tings. I see the people know I got the don't for my own Rashida. Can you put me on with the Nagarita? She stay on my dome, she come pull on me, pull like weed inside me. She my queen. She gon' pull on me, pull like weed inside me. She my queen. Wanna do things that you can't believe I'll pick you up, pick you up And put you in your throne Did you were made to rain And that was, what's the name again? 
Wingtangs? No, the name of the singer. Masigo and Tiffany Goucher. Masigo Masigo and Tiffany Goucher with Queen Tings. Yeah, Masigo does a lot of uh, um, instrumentals. That's that's really dope. It's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. I like that. You know the vibes. Yes. Send in your music to me. Um, Preferably things that don't suck. Preferably things that don't have, you know, drugs introduced in the first 30 seconds. Or, you know, shout out to Pookies in the first 30 seconds. Um, but I do accept rap, R&B, you know, different kind of music. There was one that was really dope that we did get in not too long ago, but it was kind of like pop and I wasn't really feeling it, but it was really dope. Mm. But anyway, um, oh, before we do get out of here, I do want to give a shout out because I almost forgot. Oh, yeah, definitely um, give a shout-out. I am going to read it. Okay, sorry about that. Had to bring up the picture. So I want to shout-out to Brad from Operation Blue Fitness. He had posted up uh, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to when it comes to hip-hop, and he uh, reposted our F92. I thought that was really dope. And he said that, you know, of course, when we send him episodes and stuff, like if I send him the link, then he'll go ahead and repost it. So I think that's really dope of you to do. Shout-out to you. Shout out to you. Also, shout out to Bills G um, for always hitting me up with comments and stuff. And he's always one of the first people to listen to episodes. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, he's always one of the first people to listen to episodes. So many people inbox me or DM me or text me when they listen to episodes. Why don't y'all just leave the comments on the thing? Just comment on the thing. Let me read his, his comment. You know what I mean? With Bills? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, oh, by the way, G, tell Wade and Ari thanks to all three of you for getting me through the work week. He said, with the podcast, LOL. He said, LOL, yes, sure. My my weekly rotation with... Other podcasts. Other podcasts. There we go. I, I, was, I was wondering <laughs> about that part. Yeah, other podcasts. Um, I'll be listening on Spotify. <laughs> we said, Dave, the dope. Thanks, bro. I'm done. Yeah. So shout, out, shout out to y'all. Other pods. Yeah. Other, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, but shout out to y'all. Just instead of texting me, Hoffa, Hoffa was quick to text me, hey, Listen to the show. Great show. Da, 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 da. I'm like, off, just leave a comment. It's cool. <laughs> just leave a comment. Don't but nobody me. really leaves comments. They just yeah, rather, you yeah, know, in, inbox us personally. Yeah. Like, just leave comments. It looks it's good dope, but us. we want the world to see, y'all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We want to see. We want the world to see. Exactly. Copy and paste. Hey. <laughs> Copy so and paste. Here he go. So, <laughs> listen. I'm sorry. Yeah, random as fuck. Okay. Let me say this before we get out of here. Um, there was some issues with the the show, so if there are some some punches and stuff, forgive us. We work with a new system. Hope y'all like it. Hope it sounds the best, the crystal clear clarity that only Radio Ready can give you. Crystal clear clarity. Hope it sounds the best. If it does, let us know in the comments so we can keep doing this the way we're doing it. Uh, this is episode 93. Then we have seven more episodes. Nine tray. Seven more episodes, y'all, to the big 100. To the big booties. <laughs> you see what I got to deal with? Uh, I to wanna, the lituation part two. I want to thank everybody for listening. I know we normally give out our social media and all that good stuff, but I think y'all know us by now, right? Um, H-O-N-3-Y. <laughs> underscore D-I-P-P-3-D <laughs> Snapchat and Instagram you know how I feel about this whole situation Ain't nobody ask you G If y'all <laughs> want to give out y'all social media I am Alright, give out yours Ari Go ahead, throw yours Alright, Lady Ari <laughs> Anderson On Facebook Y'all don't get my other one Because you're not that special 
Um, other than that, um, the, the web that's it. Wordsofway.com, uh, wordsofway.com, wordsofway.com. Uh, wordsofwayed at gmail.com. If you have music you want to send to us, wordsofwayed at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on social media at wordsofwayed everywhere. We are Googleable. We are Googleable. If you, if you can't find us, you're like, hey, I want to listen to y'all show. Where can I find your show? Google. Just We're, type in words with Wade. Everywhere. All one word. We are literally no spaces. everywhere except title. But everywhere else. Almost there. We're working on title. But everywhere else. So, for everybody, is that it? That's it. As always. Wrap as it up like a... always. Oh, as always. You may agree with what we say. Uh-huh. G, what the hell? G. <laughs> this guy all right anyway all right. You may agree yeah, with... yeah, yeah, look, look. yeah i got you Bruh. you may agree yeah. with what we said okay you may not agree with what we say okay mm-hmm. one thing you can agree with what's that what's that we keep it uncut 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 until next time we will catch y'all on the internet Cheer. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.